Have you ever sat down and thought that you were supposed to start a podcast? Have you ever wondered how you're going to do that and how that will work? Anchor.fm is the link where this podcast is recorded. It is so helpful, so easy to do. Now, come on, people. If I can do it, y'all can do it. I'm telling you what. So (laughs) go to anchor.fm, start your podcast, and follow what God is calling you to do. Thank you for joining me for season 11 of the Anchored by the Sword podcast. This season, you may hear one episode a week. You might hear two. Just kind of depends. I have so many great guests that you do not want to miss them. Each one brings a brand new perspective on freedom, a new perspective on God and their relationship with Him, and also so many great projects coming up. We hit a major milestone this past season of 5,000 downloads. And that is due to each and every one of you for tuning in every week. Thank you. Thank you so much for doing that and for sharing this podcast with your friends. Let's continue to watch God move. Let's continue to give him the glory for the freedoms that we have experienced or will experience. And if you need today to understand more about God and more about his freedom, then tune into this episode and message me and let's go on this journey together. Thank you for listening. Enjoy this episode. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Anchor by the Sword podcast. I am here today with a new friend. This is Jennifer Marie and she is a singer and a songwriter and I cannot wait to hear her story and to learn more about her. So Jennifer, thank you so much for joining me today. Oh my gosh, thank you so much. I'm so honored to be here and talk to you. This is just a thrill for me. Thank you. You are so welcome. And can you tell my listeners more about yourself? Yes. So I am a mother of two and I have been writing music, gosh, since I was probably 14, I think is when my first song was written. I've been playing piano since I was eight. Um, I've just always loved music. It's been part of my life since I was very young. Mm -hmm. Um, My grandmother was poignant and getting me into piano. She was a lover of the organ and the piano. My grandfather sang in a quartet. So I had some of those early introductions to music, Mm -hmm. Um, but my parents don't play at all. They don't sing. They don't play any instruments. I think my dad dabbled in guitar long ago, Mm -hmm. but it was never like a focal point of their life. So Mm -hmm. for me, it was just kind of this funny turn of like, I just love music and I love to play and now I want to write. And so it just kind of birthed out of me on its own without really any immediate family encouragement, I will say, but they love music. So it's like, Mm -hmm. they were excited. They loved to listen to music. They love to go to shows, whatever. Mm-hmm. So I started writing when I was 14. I dabbled in a few recordings here and there um, just because I had so much to write and so much written down that I wanted to put it somehow on, well, at that time, tape and record and stuff. <laughs> Um, and so, you know, just some local friends, like from the church would help me out and be like, yeah, come to my studio, whatever. Mm-hmm. Never expected to be able to do what I'm doing now, um, which is like having a, a serious ministry focused music effort. Um, I started, uh, worship leading in middle school ministries at my wow. local church. I still 
lead there now. I've probably been there for over 25 years. Mm-hmm. It's an e-free church in Minnesota. And I just care for that community so much. And they allowed me to start in middle school ministries playing piano. Mm-hmm. And then in high school ministries, I got to sing a little bit. And then I got to go to the adults. So it was like this progression of learning how to lead a little bit better every time. Mm-hmm. And I just always thought my love of music that the Lord put on my heart would only be with church and mm-hmm. that I would get to lead worship. And it was a wonderful experience, but I never, I never understood how he could get me from there to where I am now. Mm-hmm. So um, my husband and I got married in 2005. He was Air Force. So we moved mm-hmm. away to a different state for a few years and I continued to write just for fun and Mm -hmm. uh, continue to lead worship in that other state. And just, again, never expecting it to go anywhere. Um, Had two girls. And so, you know, busy family life of young kids and dedicating all that. So I just really, um, as painful as it was in my heart to kind of put it away, I, that's what I did. Cause I Mm -hmm. just felt like, how else am I supposed to do this? I'm busy with work. I'm busy with worship leading. I'm busy with being a mom. I just, I put it all aside. Mm -hmm. Fast forward to the fall of 2020, I was in this little cabin. Um, We don't own a cabin, but every year we rent one, like a VRBO. Okay. And we, it's just my family and I, it's just four of us. We go there for like a Thursday through Sunday long weekend, just to Mm -hmm. get away and whatever, relax. Yeah. And I was sitting there by this fire. The kids were outside with, with my husband, you know, playing around in the lake. And I just started writing. I think I was reading a book. In fact, I was. I was reading Lisa Turkhurst's um, It's Not Supposed to Be This Way, mm-hmm. which was such a um, huge book for me. And I was. I started to write. And all of a sudden, I just felt this like surgence of the Lord call on me to say, I think it's time for you to come back to this, mm-hmm. meaning my writing again. And at first I was like, well, I just don't know how that's possible. I mean, I haven't done it for so long and, but I just kept writing. And as I was writing on this notebook in front of this little fire, these lyrics to what is now the song you can whisper Mm -hmm. literally just wrote themselves out. It was a song of Lord, I've always loved you. You've always loved me, but I've just felt like life has just entangled so much of my focus and my Mm -hmm. heart. And I just need you to come back in my life in a mighty way. Like Lord whisper back into my life again, the way that you, you did before kids. And when I had this, this, this desire to do worship music again. Mm -hmm. And so it was this really moving moment in the fall. I had this feeling of like, okay, this is the Lord calling me back to this. And I don't know how, and I don't, I don't have the resources to like, just start this process, but I'm going to figure out, um, and so that's how it started. So I started, I started writing these songs. I wrote like 20 other songs, just like back to back. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, well maybe, you know, the words are here. The lyrics are here. The songs are here. I, I again, feel this confidence from the Lord saying, this is the time. Mm-hmm. And so I, I reached out to someone who was an educator for indie artists that were Christian based. So I was like, oh, p- perfect. Cause I have no idea how to do any of this. Yeah. And he helped me like set up your website, you know, here's social media. It kind of gave me the, the full tutorial of like, this is how you start. Mm-hmm. And, 
and yeah, and kind of the rest is history. I, re I recorded this project of six songs. I launched Jennifer Marie Music in May of 21. Mm -hmm. And the album came out May of 23, just a couple weeks ago. Mm -hmm. And yeah, it's six songs of just deep gratitude to the Lord of like bringing me back to this love that I've always had, but just never found a way to do it in real life mm -hmm. and feeling the just gratitude of, wow, I, I can do this. And you know what it looks like in 10 years from now, who knows, right. but in this moment, it just is amazing. And so that was a very long winded response, but that that's where I was. And that's where I am today. Oh no, that was not long winded. That was perfect because <laughs> I love hearing about how God just drew you back in, um, mm. that you were never for, fully away from him, but he drew you back into your, yes. the love that he gave you for music. Yes. And now you get to share that with the world. And, yes. um, and we were talking offline that we're both grassroots people, like yeah. everything we do, we do it ourselves. And yes. it's really cool that you, and I had some help too, when I was first setting up my website and all of the things. And I started in 2020 as well. Oh, um, okay. I started in March of 2020 after I went through a journey. And then I started this podcast in March, uh, or wait a minute, the ministry was May of 2020 and the podcast was March of 21. So okay. I always get those two mixed up. Why? I don't know. <laughs> um, but yeah, so, I mean, it's been really cool to see how it's taken off and how it's moved yes. and, you know, getting to talk to people, you know, people like you and so many other amazing people to hear their stories. It's just been, it's been so sweet. And yes. so to see yours, and I also listened to your music. Um, I was listening before we logged on today Aww. and um, these songs are so beautiful. So you guys, you have to go check them out. Oh, thank um, you. Yeah, they, they are, yes, driven directly from my heart. So mm -hmm. uh, some of them are introspective, you know, my relationship to God and others are, you know, like, hold on is like a story of someone who lost a child. And it's just like, mm -hmm. hold on to that, what you need. And so, mm -hmm. yeah, very, very important songs to me. For mm -hmm. sure. Yeah, those are beautiful. And I know they will impact people. So I wanted to dive a little bit deeper into your story. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. I um, am blessed to say that I never had like a poignant, you know, a body recovery or like a, a moment in time where God freed me directly mm -hmm. from something physical. Mm -hmm. um, what I will say is throughout this process of launching this ministry, it's been so poignant to me to see God's hand from the very beginning to now. Mm -hmm. I mean, I could point to things when I was eight years old and starting ministry to writing songs when I was in my mid teens to, you know, bringing me through a season of, I wouldn't, I don't know if I'd go as far as to say wilderness, but definitely a time of like, how, how do I fit in this world and still do the things that I love and want to honor you with mm -hmm. to now to this ministry launch and to be able to reach people to glorify him. I mean, mm -hmm. for me, that's my freedom story of just mm -hmm. God's hand in it all. And there, there was a time when I first launched the ministry, um, you might know this because you're grassroots like me, but when you're on social media and you're trying to build a name for yourself, you're getting spam messages all the time. Of, mm -hmm. you know, DM me for this, or you look like an ambassador for pets or whatever, like this random stuff that mm -hmm. means nothing. 
And I was, again, you know, you're always trying to like grow awareness and like, how can I reach more people? Right. This company reached out to me and wanted to help me build some more followers on Facebook. Again, I'm, I'm early to the game. So I didn't understand do's and don'ts at this point. Yeah. And we were in the super early stages and I, long story short, they, they were a hacked company. Like it was a total uh, lie and they got access to my Facebook page, which had like 6,500 followers. I had grown it to. Mm-hmm. And when they took over, they started posting pornographic photos. Oh my gosh. All over my Facebook page. Wow. And when they started doing it, they took away all of my controls for the page itself. Mm-hmm. So these people would message me of like, what are you doing? Or who, why is this happening? And I couldn't even respond to say it's hacked, take it down, you know, delete the account, whatever. Yeah. So it, it was weeks. And I just pleaded with Facebook for, I swear it was six weeks of everything I could do. I still never got an answer. The page was lost. Um, some really horrible messages were sent thinking that like, that was me you know, like I remember this one woman said, if this is how you want to sell your Christian music, then shame on you kind of, kind of thing. Wow. It's just like, yeah. oh, clearly for those who know my heart, know yeah. that that was not me. Right. But, you know, when you have a following that large, you have, you know, people from all different parts of the world. Right. Right. So anyway, that, that was a moment where it's just like, okay, Lord, your hand was on that only that you brought me through it. And I had to start over. It was a whole new page. It's, it's a much smaller page now, but it's thankfully under my control again. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm just so grateful that I was able to start over and rebuild it the way that it was supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that, that's definitely a lesson for anybody who is just starting out. Oh my gosh. Yes. Because I, I have gotten so many, I mean, I get Instagram messages all the time from this jewelry company. Yeah, um, that says that I look like the type of person that would represent yes. their jewelry, and at least people and like they'll say something about goth and everything. I'm like, I am not a like, I don't know, yes. like I don't fit what you guys are thinking. So I know that you're not real. Like, yes, yes. and it's not always that evident. It's not always that no. black and white. Like, I know. Yes, yeah. It's it gets to be crazy. Yes, I am totally with you. And, and you, it's so hard to know who to trust because right. they're just a screen. So who is really behind the, the request? Yeah. Right. Absolutely. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Like I said, we were, we were talking offline and I said that I wanted to um, find a social media manager yes. and I'm at the, I'm like, it has to be somebody I know <laughs> right, <laughs> or somebody right. that somebody I know knows. Yes. hundred percent. I can't, I can't trust. It's just hard to trust other people and God will put the right person in our lives to Mm -hmm. handle it. And it'll put the right person in yours to handle whatever you've got going on. Yeah. So, you know, we just have to trust that. And it's, it's a hard lesson to learn, but yeah. Oh my gosh. Yes. (laughs) It's, it's a hard lap to take once that's happened, (laughs) but yeah, it's a, it's a lesson that clearly I've learned things now the second time that I'll never do again. (laughs) (laughs) But like you said, there's freedom in that and yes. finding out and figuring out this whole thing called this whole beast called social media. Oh my gosh. Yes. That has its good and it has its bad. Totally. So yeah, I yes. think people, people who may have been involved in that have now heard your heart and know that that is not who you are. 
Good. That, that is the goal. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. One other thing I want to talk about real quick in response to all the people in your life. Yes. I want to talk about your fur babies because you oh, have quite yes. a few going on here. Oh my here. gosh. Okay. <laughs> I need to start out by saying when I was young, my uh-huh. family lived on a hobby farm. Okay. So we had pygmy goats and sheep and horses and cats and dogs. So like, I feel like in my heart, I've always loved that farm life. Mm-hmm. So now we live in a very um, suburbia community where it's, you know, house, 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 house. Right. My kids, I've somehow instilled that love of like literally farm animals in my children. <laughs> so we, yes, we, we've had guinea pigs, we've had rabbits, we've had, we currently have dogs and cats, but I just feel like their hearts want to be on a farm. And mm-hmm. anyway, there's only so much room in suburbia land. Right. Um, we, yes, we have a rescued uh, pit bull. His name is Paxton, um, the love of our life. And then we have three cats, uh, Bella, Theo and Arlo. <laughs> yes they, they're actually all they're all rescues so mm-hmm. we're we love to be able to do that and you know it breaks our heart when they you know run over to the humane society and we want to pick up you know five more animals right right yeah. absolutely yes. yeah we um yes. we have we don't have any children but we um we have nieces and nephews and then we have three fur babies here at our house oh yes and two out of the three are rescues our cat okay. is a rescue our uh, cat bandit. He's my main coon. He's eight. Oh, and then cute. I have rascal. He's our rescue. We got, he's one of our COVID dogs. Okay. And we rescued him from a local APL. Mm-hmm. And then Hazel, she's a basset hound. Okay. Every time we tried to rescue a basset hound, <laughs> they were gone just like that. Really? Yeah. And so like in our area, everybody wants a basset and I'm sure that's way it is in a lot of places so we ended up finding somebody that we um that my husband had talked to prior and that's how we got hazel sure so like i said two of two out of three of ours are rescues and if we could we'd rescue more but like you said there's only so much you can do in suburbia i know right right (laughs) right i know you you have a heart for more but then it's like there's you know there's these lives that you you know they're around for a long time right you have to be responsible for is just more, more years to, you know, care for them. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Well, we look at ours and we're like, you guys can stick around for quite a while. Yeah. <laughs> Unless, well, Rask- Rascal's a barker. He's a beagle. Yeah. Oh, okay. okay. So he is a barker and everybody was warning us against the Basset because they're like, they bark so much. I was like, you haven't even been around Rascal. <laughs> he barks all the time, like from about one or three o'clock, one, oh, one gosh. three. And then he barks till I get off work at five. Oh my gosh. Like, it's a good thing. Most of my stuff's done by emails, but anyways, <laughs> <laughs> got a, our fur babies are amazing. So yes, I just wanted to, that's awesome. Yeah. I just wanted to talk about that real quick. Cause yes, you know, I can yes. always talk. I could talk about dogs and cats all day. Yes. So yes. let's jump back into your music. So you talked a little bit about um, a couple of your songs. Mm. Is there any of the other songs that you have written that you want to go into a little deeper about the meaning behind them? Oh my gosh, I would love to. So um, yeah, I I would love to. (laughs) You Can Whisper is, like I mentioned earlier, is kind of that first starting point song where it was just Mm -hmm. God bring me back. And that, that song just means so much to me. 
um, Hold On was written for um, a family member, actually. Um, we lost someone very dear to our hearts um, a couple years ago, unexpectedly. Mm-hmm. And this family member um, is actually not a believer. I, I actually have several family members that are not believers. Mm-hmm. And I have always struggled with, so as a believer, when I lose someone, um, like in my immediate family, for example, who I know, know the Lord, mm-hmm. it's a different kind of grief, right? Because I, I know I will see them again. I know mm-hmm. they're in paradise. I know that they're at peace. There's just this as heartbreaking as it is to lose them. It's a, it's a different type of grief. I, I don't know how else to explain it. And this person who lost um, her son, she not having that um, foundation in her life. I, I'm just watching this total um, grief and despair of, of all these questions. And do you, you know, do you think that the Lord is going to accept him? And, you know, kind of like the, um, um, not purgatory, but like, do you feel like he's done enough to get into heaven? Kind of Mm -hmm. a kind of questions. Mm -hmm. And so the song came out of, if, if there's anything I can say to you that a God who loves you, who sees your pain, who hears your pain, that he is here for you. If you would just surrender, just surrender your life to what he has for you, this grace, this love. And so that, that was the, um, the focal point of hold on and, um, means so much to me. Um, keep it from me, actually keep it from me and good will come are both very much related to the horrible things that happened on Facebook and the hacking and, and the porn site, because that along with another thing that was going on in my ministry, it was like two things that were crashing on me at the exact same time, mm-hmm. really difficult, um, painful circumstances that were happening literally back to back. And at first I was just like, God, take it away. I, I don't, I don't care what it means or what it looks like. You've got to take this out of my life. Cause I am at my wits end. I cannot deal with this. Yeah. And then also in the same breath, the, the next things that I would want, like, um, let's say if I'm thinking of, okay, well now I'm going to work on this type of growth awareness, or now I'm going to work on this type of ad campaign or whatever. I just felt this, um, overwhelming sense of he's keeping me from certain things as a means of protection. Yeah. And that there are things that are happening that are outside of my control Mm -hmm. that I'll never have control over. And I have got to learn how to be at peace in that and find Mm -hmm. my peace only in him. Mm -hmm. And so keep it from me was keep me from the path that I've chosen or the lyrics of the song. If it's not on what you made me for. Mm-hmm. And that song was just my anthem. I remember writing it. And I was just in tears because it was like, God, this is my heart. This is exactly where I'm at right now. Keep me away from, if it's even the ministry in general, like yeah. if it's the music that you don't want me to be in, just keep it all out of my reach. I don't even want to touch it. Yeah. Um, and so that was the prayer of my heart and good will come is good will come from this mm-hmm. are the lyrics of that song, which again, um, are these two moments of God, what? When, whatever, wherever the end date is for these things, mm-hmm. I know that you are sovereign and good in all things. And that I know good will come from this. Yeah, And it did, you know, praise God it did. But boy, in those moments, in the valley of those painful circumstances, all I could do was sing these songs because mm-hmm. that, that was my prayer. 
-hmm. And then the last song was Deep Waters. It was written directly from Isaiah 43, 2, that literally says, in deep waters, you will not be overtaken. The fires will not burn you. Mm -hmm. It's literally a prayer directly from Isaiah. So Mm -hmm. again, it was just like this. He'll be with you no matter what happens. And I know that's easy to say because I've been through it where someone says to me, it's okay, you'll get through it. It's like, it's not that easy. You know, I'm not here to say that when you're in these deep, really painful moments for someone just to say, you know, it's a season, you'll get through it. Yes, that's true, but it's painful. Right. So yeah, those were some of the details of where those songs came from. And they're just so special and such a poignant part in my life of when these songs were written of, of where I was in my ministry. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much for sharing those. When you were going through those times, what verses were keeping you anchored? Um, First and foremost, it was Exodus 14, 14, Mm -hmm. which is um, the Lord will fight for you. You need only to be still. And it was when Moses was bringing the Israelites out of Egypt from Pharaoh's, um, you know, slavery and um, all the horrible things he was doing. And they were about to go to the Red Sea and cross through the land. And he said to them, you only need to be still because they were fearful of, you know, the army's coming behind us. We've got the ocean in front of us. We're all just going to die on this place that you brought Mm -hmm. us to, you know, Moses, what's wrong with you? And he said that to them. Um, and it, and that verse came to me even back in fall of 2020, when I was writing, Mm -hmm. you can whisper that verse, something just popped out to me of like, God, I don't know this season, what you're bringing me into, Mm -hmm. but I know you're bringing me into something. Mm -hmm. And I just know you've been fighting for me to come back. So Mm -hmm. I just, I just need to be still and listen. And that's always been the desire of my heart of just like, I just want to be still enough to know what he wants for me. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, that is, that's such a good verse. Yes. Yeah, definitely. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That'll definitely help somebody today. Yeah, and I hope so. Absolutely. And um, Jennifer, thank you so much for coming on the podcast today. Oh my gosh. I can't thank you just for inviting me and being here. It just means so much to me. Absolutely. Is there anything further that you would like to share with people and also where can they find you? Um, yes. Um, the thing I would like to leave them with, God has a purpose for you. You know, I, I went through 11 years of, of raising kids, young kids, and I resonated with the mother that felt like, I guess this is my only job now. And I'm just going to be a mom and not Mm -hmm. that being a mom is not enough. I, I don't mean it that in that sense, but for those who have that desire in their heart, that there has to be more Um, I hope you hear my heart on that. I'm not trying to say that being a mom is not good enough, but I want people to feel like there's a purpose for why there's more in your heart. Mm -hmm. And you have that there for you to figure out with the Lord. What do I need to do to understand that? Mm -hmm. Is there something blocking me? Do I need to spend more time with him? Do Mm -hmm. I need to seek counsel of godly people in my community? Mm -hmm. Don't stop when you feel like gosh, there is something more. And that was for me. I mean, I, my bandwidth is zero. I I work full-time. I'm a mom. I do worship leading. I do my music ministry. Our kids are very busy in sports. I don't have bandwidth. I mean, my husband and I talk all the time about, okay, how do we balance? Because Jennifer can't do music 24 seven and do all the other things. Right. Um, but 
I also know that the, the Lord made me for this, that mm-hmm. while I'm trying to figure out balance, he has a purpose for my life. And I feel, I feel at peace with where I am in it. And mm-hmm. I'm trying to do all things well. Um, some days I don't do it as well as others, but I just, if I can give anyone advice to say, lean into what the Lord has for you, lean into finding your purpose. And it's okay to say that you don't know what it is because it might be 11 years before you know it, but someday you will. Mm-hmm. And just stay, stay centered in, in, in what he has for you. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can find me at, um, so my website is jennifermariemusic.com. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm on all the um, streaming platforms of Apple Music and Spotify. I've got a YouTube channel and then I'm on all of the social media accounts. So Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter. I think that's all of them. LinkedIn. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm a, you can find me on any of those. Oh, I love that. And yeah, you guys go follow her and definitely tune into what God's telling you because and. Also with, um, when you were talking about the patience and just trusting that can be said about anything like any of us, because, you know, who'd have thought that at 40, soon to be 44, yes, I'll be working a full-time job, but I'm also doing this. And you talked about bandwidth, like just ask God to give you the space and he will, and just follow that. So totally. Yep. Totally. Absolutely. Thank you again so much for joining me today, Jennifer. And you guys go give her a follow, go give her a listen and just thank her for being on today. Awesome. Thank you, Gina. You're the best. Thank you so much. And you have a great day and I'll talk to you guys next week. God bless. Thanks for tuning into this week's episode. I pray that each of you will take something from this episode, that you will be challenged, that you will be encouraged in your walk with God. If you enjoyed this episode, please head over to Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Leave a five-star rating and review so that other people can find this and other people can listen to the stories of God's redemption. I love you guys, and I'll talk to you next episode. Thank you for listening to this episode that is part of the Spark Media Network that can now be heard on the Edify app.